Welcome to Marketing Mastermind for high achievers in the finance and investment industries. The podcast where you discover the best marketing strategies for financial professionals. We interview top experts who share what works best or not for your practice. Your host is Stan Mann. Stan coaches financial professionals to achieve your goals and create the life you want. Here's your host, Stan Mann. Hey, good morning, and welcome to the Client Acquisition Mastermind. We meet on the first three Wednesdays of the month. This is the very first call for the month, as I said. My name is Stan Mann, and I live in Vegas with my 103-pound daughter and her 100-pound German Shepherd. (laughs) Picture that. I'm an 87-year-old widower. My wife died a while back, and I'm still coaching because I'm having so much fun. And if I quit, I'm not sure what I would do because I'm no longer able to golf or go deep sea fishing. I've been a business coach for the past 18 years and a therapist for 22 years. I'm a master's degree clinical social worker, so I'm the only coach for financial advisors who's an expert in both the inner game and the outer marketing game. I feel I bring a lot of wisdom to the table, and as a result, I produce some great results for clients. I've helped Chris Arnold skyrocket his client acquisitions 147% in just four months. Charlie Hudo gained six more evening hours a week to spend with his wife and two boys, and Joe Sugowski, he successfully launched a new division, and that's just to name a few. I won't bore you anymore, but I just want to tell you about this so you know that I can really help you, that it's worth listening to. The goal of this group is to give you the help you want and the help you need to grow your business. And the format of the group is that we meet the first three Wednesdays of the month at 9 a.m. Pacific time. The calls are now 30 minutes, and I adhere strictly to the time to respect your time and mine. So please, take out a pen and paper, or be at your computer ready to take notes, because I'm going to cover some very important material that's going to help you grow your business and make your life a whole lot easier. Now, We've been talking about how you have two businesses, you know, you have your regular business, you know, financial advising services, wealth management services, but you have that second business. That second business is marketing. I don't know if you (laughs) bargained for that when you started your career or even thought about it, but you just have to be in the marketing business because you have to get clients, right? And who's to say, which is the most important business? Well, I guess they're both equally important because you got to have clients. you got to have a way of getting clients. You have to market. There's no way around it. And, of course, you have to have a fine advisory business so you can help people. That's what you want, isn't it? That's At least that's why I became a coach, because I love to help people. And I know most of you love to help people. So what I help you with is your second business, your marketing business. Now, the goal of marketing, what is the goal of marketing? Have you thought about it? The goal of marketing is to get sales conversations, enrolling conversations, because your whole aim is to get clients, right? So the marketing is not the selling. That's a separate activity. But the marketing is to get you right up to the edge 
We're actually in a sales conversation when you close the deal. And marketing is all about communication, how you talk right to your people, to your prospects. Now, good communication, that attracts your ideal prospects. It draws you to them. It gets them interested. It gets them warmed up. So when you get to finally get to a selling conversation, they're already pretty much sold. They're all warmed up towards you. Now, bad communication, of course, repels prospects. It does just the opposite. And, you know, you do that bad communication with like being boring. Boy, you can't bore anybody into buying anything. And ways of being boring is talking about your process, how you do it, maybe how good you are bragging, rather than talking about what the client is really interested in, what your prospect is really interested in, is results. So it's boring to talk about yourself, especially at the beginning, instead of talking about your prospect. Now, later on in the conversation, after, after you got them interested in the results, and they're thinking about it. Then they want to talk about you. Then they want to know how good you are. Then that's the time you can talk about your abilities. And but still, you're talking about results you perform. And they might want to know a little bit about your process, but not too much. You know, that stuff's exciting to only one person, you, <laughs> not prospects. So today we're going to focus on a specific, very powerful form of communication. And that's your website. And while you're thinking about that, think about your LinkedIn profile because that's kind of like a mini website. And you can, the same principles will hold for either one. So why have a LinkedIn profile? Why have a website? Well, you know, it's your online brochure. Today, in this world, if you don't have an online presence, you're almost invisible. And what's worse, you're not very credible. People will kind of wonder, well, how come this guy doesn't appear online? You know, they look at your Facebook, which is uh, not business-oriented, but the the LinkedIn is business-oriented. That'll help impress people. And build your credibility, and you, you want to be credible, you want to be trustworthy. So having these communications, your website, and LinkedIn profile, that helps with all those things. And believe me, people are going to look you up. If somebody refers you, you can bet that person that's referred, he's going to look, he's going to go on Google there and, and find you, and he'll look at your LinkedIn profile, he'll look at your website, and it'll either attract them or repel them. And if you don't have a good website, you might be losing prospects. Now, I understand that financial advisors have different levels of control over their website. There are some advisors that, you know, they're not allowed to have their own website at all. Their company does it all, and, and that's what it is. Most of them, you know, have a, a limited control. You can change some things about your website. And then many of you have complete control over your website. You can do whatever you want if it passes, (laughs) you know, the oversight people. With those limitations, you have a lot of control. You can do what you want. So what you want to do is you want to make a good impression 
and to attract buyers. Now, here's the cardinal rule. Boy, if you don't remember anything else, remember this. The cardinal rule is, what's in it for me? Okay, so the biggest mistake then is talking about yourself on your home page, or sometimes called the landing page, the first page they get to. You don't want to be talking about yourself. That's for another page. You also can have an, an about me page. And up on the top says about me. And that's where you can talk about yourself. And you can brag to your heart's content there. That's what people are kind of expecting. Now, that's the second most looked at page. After the home page, the landing page. Now, if they're not attracted by that landing page, they're not going to bother with the about me page. Believe me. So that home page should immediately re- reassure the viewer that they're at the right place, you know, that it's for them. Now, ideally, on your landing page, you should address your people by their occupation. You should say something like, welcome, executives at Ford Motor Company. That would be a powerful, powerful opening on your landing page. That's practically like calling somebody by their name, you know. but you may not have such a nice specific niche. And we talked about niches earlier in some uh, other broadcast. But if you have a nice specific niche like that, that's really great. Because a Ford Motor Company person look at that and say, hey, he'd be, he'd be interested immediately. He says, hey, what's all this about? They're talking just about me. Now, you may not be that specific. You might have a niche, and this is not a pretty good niche, of just automotive executives. So. You could say, welcome automotive executives. And Ford Motor Company people be interested in that, and Chrysler people be interested in that, and Toyota and all the others. And you might think that's even better because you have a wider net, but research has shown that it's actually not as powerful as having one specific automobile company. But anyhow, we won't go into more detail about that here. But the idea I want you to have is that you want to welcome them by their occupation. If you're not into automotive, you could say, welcome top executives. So that'd be any executives in any kind of company. That's a pretty good one, too. And that's better than just, you know, I do financial services for anybody and everybody. That makes you pretty ordinary and you don't stand out. But it's still, if you don't have that, that's that's where you have to start. And you might want to listen to some of my other earlier broadcasts where I talk about how to get a niche or subscribe to my newsletter, and I write about this in detail. So, But if you don't have that niche, you be more general. So talking about your prospects instead of yourself is really so important. Because people are looking at what's in it for me. You heard that broadcast station, WIII-FM, you know, what's in it for me. That's really crucial. That's really true. So if you're writing and starting your website and you're wondering what to write, the first thing you should write on your website, not your landing page, but there's a page that you should title, Who We Help. You should write all about who we help. That'll help you Get very clear about the person you write because that's who you want to focus. Now, that information is based upon your 
marketing research. And remember, we covered that in an earlier broadcast, that specific step-by-step marketing research where you get to know your people in depth, exactly what their aspirations, their goals, and their desires are. You got to know their pains, their worries and fears and so on. And you can talk and write about those things. You can write just as if you're talking to them like you're sitting down over a cup of coffee. Uh, Use as simple language as you can. Don't use acronyms. Spell them out. You know, don't say HNW, say high net worth and things like that. Just spell it out. Don't assume that they're that sophisticated. If they're very sophisticated and would know what they, those acronyms mean, that's okay. It doesn't hurt, but you'll be including everybody, whatever their level of knowledge is. And then you can write your homepage or your landing page. And on that landing page, what you want to put down there is, like I said, who you help, then tell them the biggest benefits you're allowed to offer. You know, you have your compliance people, you got to please. But the biggest benefit you're allowed to offer, for example, you can say guaranteed income for life if you're selling annuities, that's pretty simple. Then you need to explain why you're special, why they should choose your annuity over your competitors. But you want to tell them all the benefits that they can get to spend your time thinking and scratching your head and talking about all those benefits because people buy benefits, not your services. Uh, People just love to get the benefits you have. They'd like to get the benefits they'd have from working for me. They'd like to be able to get more ideal clients, work less hours, have a system of uh, getting in front of their ideal clients. They'd love to have that without having to hire me, without having my services. But, you know, they want the benefits, they buy the benefits, so they hire me. It's the same thing with you. They want to have the peace of mind of knowing that their money is in a relatively safe place, that they're not paying too much taxes, and all the other benefits that you provide. And they'd love to get those benefits without hiring you, let's face it. But to get those benefits, they have to hire you, right? So that's the way it works. So that's why you got to talk about the benefits. That's why you got to sell benefits. Just keep that very clearly in mind. Just tell them about all the worries and concerns you relieve them of. If they're a busy doctor, they can spend their time on their practice and they don't have to worry about their investments, that you're taking care of all of these things for them, relieving them of the time. Now, another thing that you want to do on your website, if you can, if you have the flexibility, is you want to collect names and emails of people who visit your site because they might not be just ready to hire at the moment. As a matter of fact, the majority of people that visit your website, they are not ready to buy right at the time. Uh, they, uh, they're just maybe looking. And they won't remember your page. You can't count on that. There's just too many distractions. So what you want to do is you want to be able to market to them afterwards. So you want to collect their name and their email. So how do you do that? I think some of you know, but in case you don't know, what you do is that you offer them a very valuable article. Ideally, 
could be your own article, an article that you've written yourself that gives you the most credibility. But you can also use a company article, and most companies will allow you to put your name to their article. So it's not an article you've written, but has your name, you're presenting it. Either one of those will work very well. So it's like an ethical bribe. So in other words, you have on your website that you'll get this very valuable article and you'll get regular updates from you if you give them, if you know, they put on their name and their email address. And so that way, when you have their email address, you can periodically, once a week is ideal, a couple of times a month is okay. Just once a month, that's not enough twice a month or once a week, send them a worthwhile article or you can write a blog and that will help keep you on top of their mind so when they are ready, they know about you, they'll have these emails from you which has a link to your website, they can go to your website, they can look you up, they can call you and start what what this is really all about getting a sales conversation so that you can enroll a person in your services and to help more people. And, you know, it's just great uh, being able to help people. Just follow these guidelines and you'll have a website that attracts prospects and you'll be miles and miles ahead of your competitors and things will go very well. So I would encourage you to heed these guidelines for writing your website. And the same ideas will will go on your LinkedIn profile, do the same thing. You know that headline that you have right under your name? Most people just put their uh, title and their company. And that's not particularly interesting. It's a little boring. So in that title, you can put that same benefit that, a very similar benefit, just like I've been telling you for a website, like you guarantee them income for life or that they can sleep peacefully through the night because their service, their finances are all taken care of, or put something like that in your headline. Here's another tip. Here's a secret that most people don't know. Make a headline, and like I said, the headline would be something like, we help you have income for life, or we help you sleep peacefully for the night, or we uh, give you some, whatever you have. And write about seven or eight of these. They can only be 120 characters long on LinkedIn. And what you do is every couple months, change it and let everybody know that you're making a change. There's a button you can click on LinkedIn that tells you, yes. People can see that I'm making these changes. And so that'll alert somebody, hey, you've made a change on your uh, profile. And they'll look to see what it is. And they'll read your new offer there, your new headline. And that way you get a little more interest, get a a little more uh, eyes, and uh, improve your communication. And of course... We talked about writing blogs and articles to keep on touch and nurturing people. You also should write articles on your LinkedIn profile, too. You can use the same ones that you're using on your blog. They don't have to be original. You know, if you have enough that you can be original, that's good, too. But you can also duplicate what you've written. Or if you're not writing your own, you can put your company's articles on there. 
that's okay too. It'll give you nice pictures, uh, visuals on the front of your LinkedIn profile. And so that'll help your profile. All these things will help your, your marketing. So there you have it. These are the tips for this session. Tune in next, next week at this time, 9 a.m. Pacific, and we'll give you some great more marketing tips so that you can grow your business and help more people and have a great life. So now we got a few minutes left for questions. Uh, nobody wrote in that they had any questions ahead of time, so I don't have any of those to answer. So we are opening up. Anybody have any questions? Remember, you'll find tons of information to grow your business at ResultsProducerStand.com. That's ResultsProducerStand.com. It's full of free information that's better than what you pay for. Let me look at my console here, see if I see any hands up. No, I don't see anybody for uh, for any more questions. Okay, we go to uh, 9.30, and we have two minutes left. Well, there's no sense in staying on a... Online, if no one's going to ask any questions. Well, that's fine. I guess I uh, was clear enough you didn't have any questions. And some of you, of course, are not on this live. Some of you are listening to the recording. So uh, be sure and you get the recording and tell your friends about this. Okay, everybody. You just have a wonderful day. And signing off now, this is Stan Mann. Goodbye, everybody.